Welcome to our Friday series on God's Generals. Coach Rob Saunders is happy to share with you rare and precious interviews with the prophets of our time. Today he presents to you his conversation with Doris Wagner, CEO of Global Harvest Ministries. Over the past 20 years, Doris and her husband Peter have walked hundreds of people through deliverance and inner healing. Today's episode is dedicated to the power of forgiveness. Well, one of the legal grounds you talk about is holding grudges and having unforgiveness, mm -hmm. bitterness, resentment, resentment towards someone, hatred. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us what that legal ground is. This is the way the devil works in that. Uh, now, by saying this, I don't mean that every single time you're angry, um, the devil will take advantage of it. But it, and this is the problem. We're just not sure when he's going to come in and set up housekeeping and when he's not. But uh, let's say that an individual is sorely sinned against or that they have been unjustifiably accused of something that they did not do. They said, yes, you did it. Well, there is incre incredible hurt that comes in that individual's life. And when hurt comes, when they're falsely accused, they think, I have got a right to be angry at that person because they told a lie about me. And so unforgiveness comes in and said, no, they were wrong. That was wrong. But the Lord Jesus said, forgive other people their sins. Now, Christianity is very different from other religions that do not teach forgiveness. You check it out and you'll find that many other religions don't mention the word. This was something very new. It was a new teaching. And, uh, you know, it's part of the Sermon on the Mount, the Lord's Prayer also. When, they, when the disciples said, oh, they saw Jesus praying. Well, what are you doing over there praying? Well, teach us to pray. How do you want us to pray, Lord? Mm. And the only thing after giving the instruction of the Lord's Prayer that Jesus repeated so they'd get the message, he underlined, if you don't forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive. Mm. It is unhealthy not to forgive because I think that unforgiveness is some of the most nourishing demon food on planet earth. And if you harbor unforgiveness, you're really setting yourself up for further problems and a demon can come and set up a stronghold real easy. You know, I've dealt with a lot of people who've had unforgiveness for terrible things. Um, uh, youngsters left unattended whom have, who have been raped, for example. Well, the mom was off doing something she shouldn't have been doing, and here's this young kid of, of under 10 years of age, and they're, they're raped. Mm. The mother, the child is angry with the mother. Mm. Justifiably so. That mother should have been taking care of that kid, but she didn't. And all through life, there was a terrible, terrible, terrible feeling of unforgiveness and hatred toward this person's uh, toward uh, this person's mother. Well, when she came to me and I prayed for her, I said, honey, do you think you could forgive her? Uh, do, do you think she really meant to have that happen to you? And she said, no. But I said, why don't you just unforgive, let, uh, you know, let that go. Forgive her and let it go. She had not been in contact with her mother for eight years because the Christian psychologist that she'd been to uh, said, uh, get healed, then go find your mom. She prayed and forgave her mother, and her mother the next week gave her a phone call. 
and they got back in touch with each other. Unforgiveness is powerful, but forgiveness is more powerful because it sets two people free. It sets the person free who has the unforgiveness, they've given it over to God, but the person that has done the sin, that person is freed also because they're forgiven. They've let it go. And they can then behave differently because they are not in bondage, which is like being tied up to the first person's unforgiveness. Now, that's a little complicated, but all I'm saying is forgiveness sets two people free, the perpetrator and the victim. You know, everybody in life has trouble with unforgiveness at certain times. Mm -hmm. Do you remember any time you would like to tell your grandson on this little interview about a time that you had trouble with unforgiveness in your life and overcame it? Well, I was already an, an adult. And, uh, you know, being a young missionary out in a, in a faraway place. Where were you? I was in Bolivia, South America. And there were some folk uh, there who didn't have a whole lot of patience with new people. I was all of 22 when I went to the mission field and uh, uh, didn't know anything. Uh, I hadn't had much missions training. I certainly hadn't had much training in cross-cultural experience. But the little I had, I thought, gosh, these guys aren't doing it real well. <laughs> and uh, But the older folk there uh, didn't have a whole lot of patience with young people. And they wouldn't let us try out some of the things that we felt uh, God wanted us to do. Well, the interesting people. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing is the mission split over a bad situation, not immorality or, or anything like that, but it was just a question of difference of opinion, uh, the old guard and the new people that mm -hmm. came along. And we just happened to arrive and be in the middle of it. Well, the mission said, turn everything over to uh, Mr. Wagner and leave. And they said, well, we're not going to leave. So here we are in the middle of a bad situation. And there was a lot of bad stuff that went back and forth, a lot of anger that flew around. And we were trying to obey orders. And it was just very, very hard and to be caught in a situation so far away from home, trying to obey orders. But then your immediate superiors uh, didn't have much um, respect for the orders that were coming to us, we were really stuck. And so, uh, unfor and there was a, uh, uh, there, it got very complicated, but there was an individual there that uh, took advantage of our youth and uh, said some things that were pretty hurtful. And um, you know, when you're young, you, you hang on to things too long. But uh, I, it took me a while to be able to old? forgive. <laughs> when you're old, but you know, I think that scripture says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath for a reason. And that is, the next day it looks worse. Oh. And it's bigger. And the foothold hangs on, you know, the, the, the claws just get in a little bit deeper. And the hurt will begin to fester. And so don't hang on to unforgiveness. It's a whole lot easier to apologize immediately than a month later. And uh, so I think between the two, forgive those that sin against you. Well, if you're the victim, sometimes it feels like it's hard to forgive. Yeah. But if you forgive quick, it's not so bad. How long did it take you to get through that? A couple of years, really, because the hurt was pretty deep. Right. And I was young and dumb. And uh, But I'm over it. <laughs> I let it go. I let it go. <laughs> did you feel the weight come off of you when you let it go? Um, 
I'm not sure if I did or not because I didn't know that it was, uh, I didn't know that I was being taken advantage of by dark forces at that time. But um, I just tried to be obedient to God's word. You never go wrong being obedient to God's word. And I think a lot of people that really don't know a whole lot about demons can avoid their influence by just obeying God's word. Grief can turn into anger. It can turn into anger toward God. Why? Did you let this happen to me? This is one of the hardest questions we have mm -hmm. to answer. But what we can say in many instances, well, when there's an injustice such as a rape, God did not plan that to happen to you. And God did not approve of what happened to you. Uh, that is a little bit of a different case from a regular grief. But he will work it for good. He will work it for good, but you've got to forgive the person that did that terrible crime. Sometimes it's a sin, sometimes it's a crime. And um, letting go of it through forgiveness will bring freedom. Yeah. And I think a person needs support and, at that time. They and, need help. And maybe they need to forgive God. What do you think about forgiving God? You know, I this is a very common thing that happens. Mm -hmm. Folks don't realize that they can be upset and angry with God. And that's kind of misplaced. Uh, God knows everything. He knows He doesn't not like us. He doesn't not love us. He does what's good for us. And uh, when a big grief like this comes along, we have to be careful because of anger, bitterness, and a feeling of helplessness. And, and a person needs a lot of support at this time. But being angry at God is extremely common. And when I say to a person, can you forgive God? They think, who am I to forgive God? Well, all you're doing is letting go of your anger. Yeah. And you're not letting go of uh, you know God's love or, or anything like that. You're just saying, okay, it's time to stop being angry at God and let him love on me and heal me. Thank you for being with us today. To access Rob's video courses, personal coaching program, books, and other resources, visit wealthcoachcoach.com.